You've heard of unconditional love, but have you heard of the secret to unconditional happiness and allowing more into your life? More wealth, more success, and more love. More freedom in your life right now. Welcome to the Happy Bar with Israel Savage. I guess it's in relation to fear. Um, I do believe that when you have fear, and I'm aware that fear is usually the roadblock of all roadblocks, but it often disguises itself as procrastination, excuses, how you rationalize why you do something. How do you combat the fear or diminish it, its presence in your life, so to speak? The answer is always in the question, every single time. Uh, and, so, uh, and so you've answered it. Um, for yourself or you've given us the information to, to answer it. What you focus on, you make more of, right? And so you use words like combat. How do I combat uh, fear? Well, that's a fight you'll never win. Anytime that fear has become something so big that you ha- it can fight you back, uh, you'll never win that fight. Uh, that fight will go on for, that will be the longest war of your life, right? What you focus on, you make more of. So what do we do? Uh, the, again, we can use this idea of the law of attraction, the law of momentum, to withdraw our focus from the things we don't want so that that train of momentum starts to slow and get slower and focus on the things that we do want. Another way to look at that, and sometimes I, I even do it in the air sometimes, I turn the, the knob down on what I don't want and I turn the knob up on what I do want. And it's a gradual process um, of tuning. And that's really all that you're doing. And, and know this, you can have a combative relationship with fear, or you can realize fear is doing what fear is supposed to do. Fear, the fact that you're afraid, is telling you your emotional guidance system is working. And what I mean by that is, we have everything we need to, to know what to do turn by turn by turn. And that comes, that guidance comes to us through our emotions, right? And I'll, lay this, I'll, I'll rewind and lay this out for you. Uh, we already talked just a little that, that there is a physically focused you, right? There's a physically focused you. There's a physically focused us. Not all of you is physically focused. Part of you, the greater part of you, is non-physical, and, and you, you can feel it. it it's non-physical, uh, it exists, and it's you in your purest form. And that's where your guidance comes from. That's where it's coming from, always. Uh, and so, when you have a, an unpleasant feeling, the only thing that's telling you is that you, in your physical form, have thought a thought that is not in alignment with the way your greater you sees something. And that tension between the two, you experience as unpleasant feeling. 
So for instance, if, if I'm going to, uh, if I have an audition or there's something I want to apply for, a job I want to apply for, oh, I'm not going to do that because I'm just not going to get it. It never works out for me. That doesn't feel good. And the reason it doesn't feel good is because your greater you does not see things that way. And that tension that you feel is your greater you holding a place for you in everything that you want, holding that there for you and waiting for you to catch up with it. The tension that you're feeling is that you have, uh, vibrationally speaking, you have this escrow of desires and you are holding yourself back from it with your thoughts. That's all that is. That's all fear is. It's your friend because it's telling you, check your thoughts. Uh, you, you are holding yourself apart and you don't need to from what you want. Um, say a little about, if you want to, the thoughts that go through your, your head and then we'll reframe them in a way that uh, your greater you might see things. So, so what, what is the procrastination voice? What does the fear voice sound like? What are some of the thoughts? Well, something that I... I um realized recently about myself was I had my yes and no backwards in my head. So it could be something simple like wanting to buy something at a drugstore um, that I really see that I like. You know, it might be a mascara. I mean, you know, besides the big dream house, of course, you know, that's the big thing. But something like mascara is not that big. But I'll say, no, you can't have that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, you can't afford that. Great. You know, great. And, and we, we've all had that that um, that voice in our head, uh, and and that's that's the physical you saying that. Your greater you would say something like this: uh, You are abundant. You are prosperous. There have been times when you weren't sure where how finances were going to work out and you worried about those things and you felt like things were scarce and they always work out. And usually it works out in a way that, that you never expect or plan despite all of your worrying. Things always are working out for, for you. Uh, things are always working out. Uh, your greater you would say, what you really want isn't the thing. What you really want is the feeling of having the thing. And that's true of anything that you want. I don't care what it is. What you really want is the way that you think that thing is going to make you feel. And so you are prosperous. You are abundant. You can have whatever you want. I get that in our physically focused selves, we say, well, but isn't that the money's not in the bank, right? The money's not in the bank. And you just can't get to a place of having the money in the bank until you are in a feeling place of abundance. And so, uh, so there's, there's one, thing, one caveat, one thing that I want to say. As, as you find a place of feeling that matches what you want, Sometimes it means not picking up certain subjects that are so charged they take you into that feeling of scarcity, right? And so what I mean by that is every topic that you pick up has sort of two sides to it. 
you know? There's the having of it and the not having of it. There's the good feeling and the not good feeling. And so let's say, to take this away from, uh, from, from money and scarcity for a second, let's say I, it's love, right? If that is a good feeling topic, if, if my thoughts are practiced in predominantly good feeling about romantic love in my life, then that's a, I can start in that place. I can, I can work with that topic. But if it's not, if the second I think about finances or money, I think, ah, but I just don't have enough. The universe doesn't respond to our words. It responds to our emotions and what we mean with our words, just like in our improvisation exercises. I can say, I love you. Or I can, I can say, <laughs> I hate you, right? Uh, the universe responds to what you mean. So it doesn't matter how many affirmations you do. Oh, I am, oh I'm prosperous. I'm just rolling in money. I'm just, I'm rolling. You, you actually are holding yourself apart uh, from the thing you want with those affirmations. Because you are, when you pick up the topic of money, for instance, you're picking up a topic of scarcity and lack. So stay away from that. Uh, the key here is you, you just want to find a good feeling place. Doesn't matter where you find it. Uh, on a topic, again, just like our improvisation scenes, take the easier path. Find a topic that feels good. Maybe it's puppies. Maybe it's children if that does it for you. Maybe it's whatever the thing is. A good feeling place. Uh, that's it's something that brings a smile to your face. Start there. Uh, with this good feeling, and, and you want to grow uh, this, this good feeling place that you're in. And then, when you're in a higher flying place, when you've got yourself in a higher flying place, then you can pick up these more charged topics. But you never want to pick up that topic and work on it when, when you're not in a higher flying place, if that, if that makes sense. And, and you start to practice a different habit um, of, of vibration, of attraction, the truth is, it doesn't matter. The subject doesn't matter. Emotion generalizes. You know, think of a tablecloth. Have you ever spilled water on like a paper tablecloth or a linen tablecloth? It spreads out and touches everything, right? It doesn't matter if, you're ha if your feeling of abundance is because you have great friends. If your feeling of ab if abundance is the feeling that you want. It doesn't matter where you conjure that. Uh, because it will generalize to the other areas of your life. Let's say, let's say you have five areas of, uh, in your life that you, that you have desires in. I'm just picking a random number. And let's say in four of those areas, you're, you've got a lot of resistance. You're holding yourself apart. Doubt, disbelief, scarcity from what you want. Pick up the one area where there's not the resistance and the rest will take care of themselves. Um, yeah, it has to. Again, that's the law of attraction. Uh, you'll start to receive, you'll receive just the right idea uh, for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that puts you in, uh, in the states that you want to be in. Um, Do you think scarcity is, um, or creating scarcity is it's a it's a product of fear i would think creating you create your own scarcity well you create your own everything and that's the good news that's a good story yeah that's a good story that's exactly. a good feeling story now do you see uh, you can't see her face right now but but 
uh, you could hear it in uh, right uh, uh, you you can tell a story a hundred different ways and and let, right now we're just we're talking about buying my mascara right but we could be talking about any story from your life you know there was I was sitting with a, a friend that I hadn't seen in a while so long that I wasn't even sure if I would recognize him. It had been like 15 years, but we were going to meet. And so we got together in the Time Warner building. We sat in a cafe and we started talking. And when I last left him, he was he did sketch comedy. And that's really the only way I knew him. I was very surprised to hear, hear he was in all this woo-woo stuff, the same stuff that I'm into, you know? <laughs> um, woo-woo, I think I got that from you. I, I give credit where credit's due. Uh, uh, so woo-woo, uh, I like the woo-woo. And, uh, and he did too which was great. And so he was, he was working and, and doing all these different things to work on himself. And he looked at me and uh, he started to tell a story. Uh, he said, Israel, have you ever experienced shame? And his eyes started to tear up, right? And he was about to tell his story uh, uh, from childhood and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but was pausing to see if I understood shame and knew where what that was about. Um, maybe some of you have heard uh, past experiences framed that way, framed um, as shame, this idea of shame. And I paused for a second and I said, yeah, I'm sure that I have um, encountered that and experienced that and I wasn't being flippant and I, I, I shared with him you know I, I just had to fill out an application I shared with him that I just filled out an application for something and as a part of it uh, there was a bio and it was relevant I needed to talk about my childhood you know and so I mentioned physical abuse as a part of my childhood and and someone online had seen the thing and they said you know I related to so much of your story except the physical abuse part I never experienced that that must have been so awful and I scratched my head and thought wow he must have read a different profile I haven't been physically abused Oh, yeah, I guess I was. Uh, because I don't carry that. That's not the story that I tell. That's not my practice story. And so back to my friend, sitting with my friend, yeah, yeah, shame, I, I get what you're saying, but I would never choose to tell my story that way. Uh, now, there are a million ways and a million stories, a million truths that you could tell, a million that you could choose from. Why not choose the better feeling, truths? doesn't mean you're putting blinders on it just means that you have a choice in how you frame things and how you tell things and your guidance system is always the way that it feels and so if there's a story that feels good keep telling that story if you want more of the way that you felt and that that story conjures keep telling that story if it doesn't feel good don't tell it stop today no more sharing that story uh, stop today uh, otherwise you're going to continue to draw to yourself and put yourself in a situation where it won't be the same circumstances it won't be the same people but vibrationally you will be stuck you will be holding yourself apart from the good feeling things that you want for yourself we all have different frames and different constructs that we bring in, but I just want to point out that that may not be serving you because, because that would mean that you can't trust yourself. 
that would mean you, you that mean that would mean your yes and your no are, okay, are, are so in turned other words, around. What I'm doing, okay, because when you think of fear, you always often think of if it's, it's like, okay, that dog is over there and it's going to attack me. So then that's something outside of yourself. Is what I realized that I could be processing or interpreting fear in that way instead of seeing. I do know, like. In my profession, for instance, people always ask me, am I afraid? Every day I get that question. Are you afraid? So in that arena, you know, because I could get robbed or have a car accident or something like that. Okay, that's a cert- that's fear in that specific um, experience. But like when it comes to something a little bit more intimate, uh, a desire, um, I want love or I want a prosperous career you know I want a lovely new home this is um, good this is good uh, so, uh, so let, let me because I, I, I get where you're going uh, so, uh, and and we we it's a misunderstanding of those emotions right let me start with desire and then we'll talk about the misunderstanding of fear so desire desire is not lack and we uh, desire is not wanting Desire is not less than. Desire is not ah, scarcity. Do you feel how the universe, you might use the word desire, but if when you describe desire, it feels like I'm being held apart from it. It's, it's a pining, it's a wanting, like those romantic novels that you, you read, right? That's not desire. Uh, uh, that that is pining. That is wanting. That is never enough. That is never fulfilled. That is never complete. Uh, true desire feels good. It's completeness. It's out of the overflow of everything you are. You become more because you have no choice. Because the universe is always expanding, and we're a part of that, so we are always expanding. You cannot stop your growth and expansion. You couldn't. It's impossible. You can participate consciously with it or not, but it's going to happen. You can participate in this law of attraction and, and, and be a, a participant, a co-creator or not, but it's still going to happen. It's still happening. And so, so I want to offer that maybe the, the topics that you're picking up, and they're so tricky. You're not, you're not alone. We've all been there. so tricky. And you're calling it desire. It's not desire. Uh, it's, it's, that's the very thing that's holding you apart. Um, again, out of the overflow of a true understanding of all that you already are, more is made. And it's effortless. So it's about acceptance in a way of... Yes, and I would also say it's about allowing. Allowing, allowing. It, it, you don't have to do anything. You don't. If it feels like work, if it fe- and by work I mean strain and stress. We've said this before. An unhappy journey always ends unhappily. You can't have a happy ending if your journey has been unhappy. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Mm-hmm. And so if it's been wrought with stress and strain, and uh, then then the ending when you get the goal. You're, you're gonna you're gonna be crawling up the hill and oh I got it oh, you know oh, uh, you know I thought it would feel better than this well no it doesn't because you take you with you mm-hmm. right you were on that journey the whole way and then when you get the goal you're with you as well right and so and so desire 
true work, all of this should feel good. And when, when it doesn't, it's not a bad thing. When it doesn't, again, that is guidance. In the same way that when I step this way, that feels good, that's guidance. When I step this way, that doesn't feel, feel good. Oh, good. Now I know to go this way. They're equally valuable. And so, again, back to where you started, you can't make an enemy of fear because you're fighting yourself. You're fighting your guidance system. It's like people who fight the GPS. You know, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> you know, stop telling me where to go. You know, but, but, but I, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to guide you, but stop it, stop it. You know, uh, you're, you're, you're fighting against yourself. You have this desire and you just need to let go, let go. And, and allow. Yeah, thank, I appreciate that because I know something just occurred to me as I was listening to you is the um, fear of not wanting what you want because you're afraid in wanting it, you're never going to get it. What if, what if we what if we just I'm just going to turn this page okay. and, and, and what if we just decided to be somewhere else in, in emotionally emotionally so be emotionally okay um, I get it I totally get it mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm processing it I mean I totally get it though completely get it because it's like the what you were saying about the journey in going to White Lake that the journey itself was so joyful um, that even the experience that lasted beyond just going to White Lake, it lasted after, even after you left White Lake because the journey was still, you were still continuing in the journey. Yeah, and I, I just wanna, wanna say something that I think is important for all of us, and that's this. Some, sometimes we like the struggle. Mm. Sometimes it's our friend. Sometimes it's comfortable. Sometimes, despite all of our protesting, we don't want to let go of the struggle. We like it. We want to argue for why we can't have our desire. And so we tell a story, you know, we think in this example, how can I pick fear up and look at it this way and this way and this way and how can it hold me apart? You know, and then let me teach a, a class on how fear holds us apart. And then let me sign up for sessions with someone who sits across from me and listens to me talk about how fear holds me apart and then validates what I'm saying. Uh, and, and we all uh, do that. And so, so we wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be alone if you, you fall into that category. And so you have to just make a choice. And, and I think for anyone who wants to work in, in this way, and I use the word work this time, good feeling work. Anyone, the, this work is just making a choice that feeling good is going to be my top priority above everything else. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you're always happy. You don't want to always be happy because if you're always happy, then you're not exploring, you're not growing. You always want to be reaching for a better feeling spot, a better feeling thought. And then I find it and it clarifies a desire for me and it leads me to this next spot and whoa, that's not good feeling and then I have to recalibrate and I find it again and that's evolution, that's growth, that's expansion. Mm -hmm. So it's not about let me be happy, it's Mm -hmm. about let me always be reaching for the better feeling way to tell my story, Mm -hmm. otherwise you will feel stuck. You are never stuck. And the reason that feels bad and the reason you're, you're 
saying to me right now emotionally, you're saying, I know what that feels like. That's exactly where I am. <laughs> and the reason that doesn't feel good is because your greater you looks on and says, you are not stuck. What are you talking about? That is not something that I even understand. And you are saying, but I am stuck. I just feel I am stuck. And it doesn't feel good because it doesn't match the way that your greater you sees things. The greater you has already mapped out you. What do you mean you're stuck? I, I gave you this path, this path. You've got a dozen. Just pick one. Mm-hmm. You can have whatever you want. It's not a vibrational match. Yeah, I get it. Thank you. If you liked what you just heard, then take inspired action now. That's right. Act while you are feeling good. And build on your momentum schedule your free discovery call with me at instudios-nyc.com forward slash happy bar.